Welcome to the Day Social Media Diet Podcast. Join us each week as we defy the trends, get back to basics, and prepare yourself for the ever-changing apocalyptic world of digital marketing. You'll leave with practical tools, real information, and strategies to build a business you love, full of customers you can't wait to serve. This is a podcast by BH Marketing Firm with your hosts, Becky Harrington and Hillary Kay. Hi, listeners. Welcome back. Um, It's been a few weeks since we've had a new episode, and that is because we have been super busy with some projects that I'm going to tell you about before we get into our episode. But again, this is Welcome to the Day Social Media Died podcast. Um, This is your host, Becky Harrington. I have a special guest with me today. Um, Allie's going to be coming on in a second and introducing herself. Um, And this is a podcast for those of you who want to be prepared for the ever-changing apocalyptic digital world and be prepared to serve your business and clients long into the future. So um, again, this is Becky and I am with BH Marketing Firm and I represent the B of the H and Hillary is not here today, but she'll be back um, with us next time. And again, we're a full service digital marketing agency and we have... Um, some big news because on Monday, which you're going to be listening to this on Tuesday, so yesterday, you're in the future. Um, yesterday, we launched BH Marketing School, and you can go check that out. Um, we're going to be offering all of our podcast listeners a free 30 day membership um, to BH Marketing School where you're going to get access to us. Um, we're going to have book clubs, we're going to have places where you can ask dumb questions and we will answer them. (laughs) We're gonna have tons of community, lots of free resources, templates that you can take into your business, and then also our whole line of new online e-courses for marketing training and some really cool automation funnels um, for e-commerce and service-based products. So be looking for that. Um, So I'm joined today with a special guest, Allie. And she is quite the phenomenon. She is a social media guru, but she also did something recently that she published on social media, but she had um, done live. And it was so amazing that I had to bring her on to talk to all of you. So Allie, will you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our listeners who you are and about your business? Absolutely. Well, hey guys, Becky, thank you so much for having me. This is an absolute pleasure to sit down and and chat. Um, Love this. So thank you for having me. Um, My name is Alan Kochami. I'm the founder and creator of Anpisa Skin. Um, We are a singular product skincare brand (laughs) Um, and we launched last year um, in January, January 2018. Um, And then this summer um in july what caught becky's attention was our first annual social media influencer event um and that was just a magical evening um, <laughs> but it was also kind of a scary thing to like come into and do um and i at some point i do have to stop saying this i'm not new to smoking anymore um but i have only been here for a little over three years um so i feel like coming from portland oregon where those are kind of my roots um i'm still new to spokane um and so so yeah (laughs) she's brand new and she she hosted a big fancy party which we're going to dig into 
and talk to you about a little bit more in detail. But Ali, tell us about your skincare line. Tell us about, you know, what, what, it, what are the products that you offer and what makes it special? So, um, yeah, we only offer one product, actually. It's okay. called Generating Balm. Um, you can think of it like a pressed oil serum. It would replace your typical conventional moisturizer. Um, and it's going to be free of fillers um, and dyes um, and wax. So it'll just kind of be a powerhouse of antioxidants and moisture for your skin. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not biased or anything. It's incredible. <laughs> well, her, you guys can't see her, but her skin is literally glowing. Like, are you even wearing makeup? I'm very, I'm wearing just a tiny, tiny bit of eye concealer. <laughs> yeah, her skin's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I do have your representative brand, so I do try to have extra glow. <laughs> she is a testament of her product, people. <laughs> so, awesome. It, so, and, and where can they buy your products? So, we products. are on, online at com, of course. Um, also online at Anthropology. Uh, we're top rated there, so we're super proud of that. Um, so online at Anthro, and then um, across the nation, we're in about uh, two or three dozen dermatology and plastic surgery offices. Um, a lot of dermatologists and plastic surgery offices have found that um, the balm is extremely healing um, before post procedures, um, like lasers. Um, intensive like microneedling, um, chemical peels and stuff because it really soothes the skin and helps calm it down and kind of tame the redness. And so um, that's been like a new venture that's been like, I've never thought about venturing down that road, but it kind of presented itself. And so, um, yeah, so it's kind of been surreal to see um, most plastic surgery offices and dermatology offices will carry skincare lines that you know, are 100 years old, 150 years old, like they've been around for so long. Um, and then there's us. And so that it always just feels surreal to see it on a shelf next to, um, you know, a product that has a world renowned reputation. So we're on. She, she's got a little tiny product, you know, it's sold in like, you know, on Etsy, right? <laughs> she's got a full blown, this is an empire people. She's an, she's an anthropology. She's in all of these really like well-known doctor's offices. So she's done a lot of really successful things with this. Um, so I just want to get into today's topic. So today's topic is actually like, what does it look like to really face our community face to face and in person? Um, and we're going to talk about what Allie did that was so special. And I'm going to have her kind of like, kind of in detail describe this event to you. Um, you can also, she's very active on Instagram, and so I would highly recommend going um, and following her, her on Instagram. This event is kind of like immortalized on her page, so you can see how beautiful this event was, um, all the way down to like the food that she served was like absolutely beautiful. Um, and then that photo background, like, I want that in my house, actually. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I want it too. Uh, the, the, the backdrop was a whole, a whole story of its own. I'll briefly dig into it when I talk about it. it, it was, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. So, um, Ali, let's just kind of, I want to just dig first into like, tell us about this event, bring our listener who didn't know anything about it into all of the details of what you did. Yeah, so um, our annual influencer event, it was our first one. Um, and 
we, it was, it happened just a week after 4th of July, but um, at the end of May, actually, I had this light bulb moment, I suppose, and I just thought, because the only type of marketing we had pursued as a brand was digital marketing and obviously influencer marketing, which is, you know, really great and does wonders for a business, but I just wanted to think outside the box. Um, and I just thought, how fun would it be to host an event that was extremely exclusive, invite only, um, but also very Instagrammable, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, I suppose a very aesthetically pleasing um, because, you know, truth be told, everything we want to post on social media, you know, we want it to be pretty in the best part of our life. And, you know, we don't post the ugly parts of our life on, on Instagram, uh, or for the most part, we don't, especially as a business. Um, so I just thought if we make a very Instagrammable event, um, we could just kind of have this, you know, large, large uh, uh, amount of people posting about our brand, um, and generating kind of buzz at the same exact time. Um, when I've seen, you know, something of sorts, I always just thought, oh my gosh, like what is happening there? Why am I not here? Like how, how do I get invited to something like that? And so I kind of just took those ideas and, um, so wait, awesome. I, I have to, I have to make sure our listeners understand this. So she, she, you had four weeks about four or five weeks to put this all together. Yeah, I think we had a total of about five weeks. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> five weeks, <laughs> which anybody who's an event planner or in marketing is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I kind of thought like, okay, if I give myself like a lot of time to plan it, I'm just one of those procrastinators that I'm going to wait, even if I do say like, okay, let's do it in three months, I will still procrastinate to the last four weeks just because being a business owner, you know, you're like, it's fine. Like that's going to come up. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So I was like, now or never, like let's hit the ground running. Um, and so, um, last summer I be, you know, after launching the brand, trying, trying to generate brand awareness, I thought I really need to connect with the community because being so new to Spokane, I didn't know a lot of people, um, outside of like my husband's relatives. He's from Spokane. Um, and I thought this is really important to connect with the community, especially as a business owner, especially as a product that is manufactured locally, um, even though the local you know, community is not our only target or our only you know, customer, um, it is still so important. So I started attending networking events and that was just something that was completely out of my comfort zone because more often than not, nobody would come with me. <laughs> the friends that I did have were like, um, no, that does not sound fun. <laughs> like, I'm not coming with you. <laughs> so it's just me and myself. And um, I just remember walking into some events and you're like, oh my gosh, I know nobody. Everybody's like, that's circles. And um, you kind of get have to get past that uncomfortable part, you know, where you're like, okay, I'm really out of my comfort zone. I don't know anybody. Um, and the more events I attended, the more people I knew, I made friends, became connected to the community. Um, and then fast forward, you know, made some really great relationships, but fast forward to this May, I thought, why don't I just reach out to the people that I've either met or are very 
prominent in the Spokane community. And some of them I had not actually met in person. I had just followed on social media. Um, and my thought process was, we live in such a time where all the information is at our fingertips. We're able to Google anything. We're able to check an Instagram story and find out details about anything. So I just thought, if I create this event and make it invite only very exclusive, but instead of email, emailing people an invitation or direct messaging them an invite or just verbiage, I thought, why don't we print an actual invitation like we used to back in the day <laughs> and then mail it and make it on really beautiful stock paper. Um, so I had our graphic designer create an invite I would ask people for their mailing address and we mailed it. And I think because there was so much mystery to the event because the invite said um, influencer event, it was at our request wine sellers. Um, so it, there was not a lot of info of like what the evening would consist of. And I think because of the mystery of the event and that the fact that it was so exclusive. Um, and then a couple people had started posting like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited and honored to be invited to this exclusive event, you know? Um, and then people would reach out and be like, oh my gosh, how do I get an invite? And so it kind of generated this mystery for people like, how did she get invited? I'm not invited. Um, and so I- <laughs> And you're like, because I don't know you. <laughs> because I just moved here and I don't know who you are. Yeah, exactly. But also I was like, okay, obviously, you know, putting on an influencer event, you know, we, you have to think about the individual you are inviting. And in a time, like maybe this is so shallow to say, but you do want the person you are inviting to obviously be very active on social media and have somewhat of a following um, and have somewhat of an influence, whether it's on the community or on social media itself. Um, and so that's kind of how I selected who was invited um, because I'm like, if I'm going to be putting all this effort in, I do want it to obviously pay off for the brand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the invite part. Um, and we asked everybody to RSVP, followed up, and I was able to collaborate with some really great brands in the community, um, which made the event possible um, as an indie beauty brand. Something of this caliber wouldn't, unfortunately, have been something we could have completely afforded on our own. Um, so I was able to collaborate with some really great, really great companies. So we had London's Catering, um, who did the food. They are outstanding. Their food was just mind blowing. Um, the presentation, we wanted everything to be light and beautiful. Um, we collaborated with Funny Booth. They're a photo booth um, that generates like extra online marketing for you because they embed, I think, different like code words into each photo. Um, and then we had Haley Leidig of Haley Leidig Events. She helped with coordination of the event. Our request was generous enough to allow us to use the, the space that we hosted the event at. Um, and so while we did still, you know, have quite a bit of expenses, but the community kind of coming together and each business being able to, you know, gain exposure for themselves as well by having this amount of influencers in one space.
um, was really kind of beneficial for everybody involved. Um, and so, and you know what is really incredible about this is like the story keeps unfolding. I didn't even know all these details. So um, the story keeps unfolding. So, you know, the risk that you were taking, like, right, like you were taking such a risk. And I think most people think that someone who pulls something like this off is totally knows that they're going to pull it all off, right? Because you not only had to get the invites out, you didn't even have the mailing addresses, <laughs> get all the addresses. You had yeah. to get the graphic designer to turn around the invitation quickly, um, get it to the printer, get it to the mail house. And in addition to that, you had to, I'm sure you had to very quickly get everybody together who was going to provide the food and all of this yeah. stuff because otherwise there's no event if you can't have all of this stuff like you took so much risk here in such yeah. a short amount of time <laughs> and you were new like people this is a recipe for like disaster <laughs> but I want people to hear like I I work with so many businesses who think that they have to have the perfect scenario to pull something off yeah. and they're unwilling to take a risk like yeah. they think that if it's risky that, that, that you should stay away from it, but look at how this risk paid off for you. I mean, absolutely. Big risk. Yeah. Big risk, big reward. I think sometimes, um, we let fear and the what ifs scenarios in our head get the best of us. And then that's when, especially as a business owner, we can talk ourselves out of incredible opportunities and sure it was a risk, but at the same time, you know, go big or go home. It was yeah. kind of one of those situations where I'm like, if I'm doing something like this it, and it's going to have our brand name on everything, um, then I do want it to be to the caliber of our brand. And so it was, in a sense, kind of like planning a mini wedding for, we had 32 attendees um, and just all the details and everything were so incredibly important to me. Um, but you know what was really cool um, that I noticed from everybody who attended the event and posted about it um, is that we had assigned seating at every um, every single table or every I'm sorry every single place setting had the individuals um, full name and had their Instagram handle and their brand or you know kind of what they did and that was on the menu um, and you know like they say you know like the sweetest sound to our ears is our name. And I think that applies to individuals as well, like seeing their name printed on something and that kind of added a special touch to everybody. So I think the menu that have, had everybody's name and the sign seating was, was the most photographed thing um, because people just really loved that like personalized touch. Yeah. It made them feel special. Um, so it was an incredible evening. We had everybody... Um, kind of come in we had kind of like a cocktail hour where we mingled and everybody chatted we took photos had the really fun floral wall um there was not a florist in town available because you know smack middle of july um so i took i've dabbled with floral stuff just personally here and there so i took that project upon myself um because i saw a pinterest idea of floating floral balls, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so that was a three-day project with spray painting and like figuring out the logistics of a Pinterest idea. <laughs> it, was, awesome. it was awesome. stunning. It was stunning. Remember, that was the first thing I messaged you. I had no idea who she was. And I just have to tell you, I wasn't an attendee, 
but I probably knew six or seven people who were at that event. And so here I am sitting at home in Oregon <laughs> and I open Instagram and I am flooded with this event, right? Because all of my, like these friends of mine that are there are like all sharing photos, all sharing stories, doing all this stuff. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And so they had tagged you and I messaged her and I was like, uh, those centerpieces are amazing. They were so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It was one of those like, again, you know, moments where I, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst disaster ever. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics, <clears throat> excuse me, but it really paid off because, you know, three days of work, you kind of can root it out. And I'm grateful to have had all the help I had. Um, my friend Veronica and my husband, great helped greatly with, with the florals. So it was just kind of like a community effort for everything. I could never have done the entire event by myself. Um, so really it was just the community. What was so incredible is the community kind of coming together to have this event put on and contributing. And it also made me feel so incredibly grateful to live in a community such as Spokane um, because coming from Portland sometimes you're like oh you know Spokane is small and this and that but you realize we we still live in a beautiful city it's quite large um, but we have that small town feel of a community where people are so supportive and so incredibly encouraging and I've had so many different business owners through all the networking events that I've attended, reach out and say, Ellie, how can I help you with your business? Yeah. Like, is there anything I can do to help you progress? Is there any tips or tricks you need? Like, if you ever need any advice, like, come to me. And that was just the epitome of, that event was the epitome of the community coming together as a whole. And it was incredible. Um, every attendee, of course, posted on social media and that generated you know, an incredible amount of buzz, um, an incredible amount of sales for us as well, because everybody's posting about it. Every attendee also received a full size, um, jar of the Antisa Skin New Regenerating Balm, so they were able to experience it for themselves as well. Um, and then <laughs> the most interesting part was we probably had three dozen, um, direct messages and even emails about people asking, like, how can I attend an event like this in the future? How do I get invited? Um, that looks so beautiful. I would love to be part of that. And so um, we haven't started to think about next year, but <laughs> we'll have to definitely be creative, you know, again. So you already kind of started to answer this next question for me, but you know, we've, the people who are listening here are business owners and we've got, we've actually have a lot of product, um, people who have developed their own product and are selling it and even people who have products that are in the beauty industry. Um, we have quite a few listeners and clients that are in the beauty industry. And okay. so I know what their question is going to be is like, okay, let's talk bottom line here, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it worth it? Because I'm sure that there was expense. Um, you didn't do anything. Yeah. I know you had stuff donated and you collaborated, but the things that you did do, you did all the way. And so there was expense and there was time, <laughs> the three yeah. days of Pinterest <laughs> yeah. slaving. Um, but you know, what would you, was it worth it? 
It was. It definitely was worth it because to this day, we're still reaping from that event. Um, we are still kind of collecting on it, so to speak, because there's still event attendees who will post about it. Um, there was a gal just a few days ago, and she has quite the large following. She posted about, you know, loving her balm and, um, you know, several of her followers followed us back and that generated several sales. And so it was one of, the event was one of those things like, it generated a lot of buzz and feed and sales like in the moment, you know, while it's still very fresh and hot on everybody's Instagram stories and very, you know, new on their feed. Um, but it's also been one of those events where you're, you know, this was in July and we're in September now and I'm still seeing kind of, you know, we're still having the benefits of the event like kind of come in. And so, um, maybe in the moment when you think about the expense in a whole, um, we, you're kind of like, well, that's a lot. Like, you know, what if we just put that, those funds into digital marketing or Facebook ads and not this type of marketing. Um, but I think the aftermath and everything really paid off. Like you reached out for the podcast. We had, um, KXLY, they have a feature they do. It's called made in the Northwest. We're, we're going to be featured on there. Um, the Inlander, we've been printed there before, but they reached out and they wanted to do another little story on us. And so it did <clears throat> kind of generate new, you know, avenues of press for us as well, which is always incredible because that reaches out to that much more people and is able to captivate an even larger audience than the influencers that we did have at the event. Not to mention all the beautiful photos, which we are never, we don't ever have enough of those these days, right? Yeah. If you're doing social media, you're feeding the, the photo beast. Yes. Um, and so having beautiful photos with your product and, you know, with yeah. women who are beautiful, all these women are just like gorgeous, right? Over at your event. <laughs> and so, um, you know, the part of the reason why we created this, this podcast, and I've been in marketing for 15 years. So when I started in marketing, Facebook was not really, we, they didn't even have business pages when I started in marketing. So wow. remember back in the day, you may not remember this, but <laughs> back in the day, um, when you, if you wanted to create a page for your business, you made like, you worked the first and the last name to be your business name. That's how we did it back then. Oh, so you created okay. a personal profile because there was no business profile. And then you'd just be like, okay, like toolbox creative is the first last name. And that's how businesses were trying to use Facebook back then for wow. their business. And then they released pages. And I've been through the whole gamut of social media. Instagram came on the scene and then LinkedIn changed the way it, it was. And I've been through all of these changes mm -hmm. and now we're in this place where they're tightening up. They're making it harder and harder and harder for us to use these platforms without paying lots of money to reach our people. Yeah. And it's yeah. honor the days. Um, you know, when they first released, um, I had an online wedding magazine called paper moon weddings back in, uh, 2005 or six or something. Okay. And, um, I started paper moon weddings and within a few months I had thousands of followers, right? Like uh, with yeah. paying no money. Cause there wasn't any advertising then. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore, right? Like those days are over and some people are still getting to ride the coattails of those days. But yeah. now you start an Instagram account or I, our Facebook page that we started two years ago, mm -hmm. I think there's like a hundred people that follow us on our Facebook page because oh how do you even grow it anymore, right? 
Um, and people just don't really want to follow so many pages and so many things anymore. Yeah. And so I, I'm always aware that at the end of the day, just like when we changed, when we had to start paying attention to social media as a marketing effort, that we also have to be aware that we might have to change and do something else. So that's why we call it the day social media died. I don't think social media is over. But one of the things that I just, when I was watching this event, I thought to myself, this is how businesses used to do it. I, I was very much involved in a lot of marketing event planning back in the day where if a business wanted to generate buzz, they did a couple events, live events, people a year where they invited people and they sent handwritten, you know, invitations and they asked for RSVPs. Do you guys know what RSVP means? <laughs> I don't know if people know what that means anymore. I, the, the touch, the, the personal touch of that is, has been lost. And we, it used to be that social media was um, an extension of relationship, but in so many ways it's become a replacement of relationship. And I thought what you did was so revolutionary for today because you went back to basics yeah. and it paid off for you. What an incredible story. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of this girl who just arrived on the scene in Spokane. She said to me, she didn't say this on the podcast, but she said it earlier, showing up to networking events where she knew nobody, sweating through her clothes. <laughs> because it's scary. And I just moved to Oregon and I understand it's, it's scary. And what if they don't like you? And yeah, but she just has gone out there and been committed to building relationships in her community and, and then giving back and doing it in such a short amount of time and taking so many risks and building collaborations, not just doing it by yourself. Incredible story. Such a great reminder. Um, thank you so much, Ali, for being on today. It's just been such a great sh um, episode and, and you, su you surprised and delighted me in more ways than I even expected. Aww. You guys have to go follow her. She is doing such an incredible job with her business. And I'm sure she would love to hear from you if you have any questions for her. She's, she answered me right back on Instagram. I, you know, that doesn't always happen. So she is available. Go find her on Instagram. We'll have a link to her Instagram feed and also to where you can get this beautiful product so that you can look as glowing and gorgeous as she does. Um, so the holidays are coming and this is the perfect time to start thinking about maybe you need to have a holiday party for your, your business. Maybe you need to gather your customers and your Instagram followers and everyone who you know locally and send them a handwritten invitation, people. This is, go find Martha Stewart's website. She has all kinds of information on how to do this. Um, it doesn't have to be a big event either. You yeah. can also go meet up with people for coffee. Maybe make a list of 10 or 15 people in your community that you wished that you knew in person and just start, just start inviting people to come hang out with you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think that is incredible advice, Becky, for, you know, meeting up and, you know, making connections over coffee dates um, and, you know, putting yourself out there in the community and making sure you network. Um, you know what they say, your, your network or your net worth is your network or vice versa. It is incredibly important to, always be growing our networks and connecting with the community because you know, the community loves nothing more than a local business. And I've learned that and I've learned to appreciate that as well um, and appreciate the local businesses that we have here and have gone out of my way to make sure, you know, I'm supporting the, let's say local coffee shops versus the Starbucks. Yeah. 
but this has been so fun and so yeah. great. Really, really appreciate you having me. Um, and yeah, follow me at Anthesis Skin on Instagram. Please reach out if you have questions or even with, with the event, you know, if you want any tips or tricks, I'm full of those because four weeks was kind of like, you know, planning a mini wedding. I, I joked and I said my wedding was nine years ago before Pinterest. So I was like, I kind of got to relive making a Pinterest. <laughs> you know, kind of event. And so that was just so fun. Well, uh, just remember that sales starts with relationships and social yeah. media is a tool, not a replacement of relationships. So we want to encourage you to get out there, start networking. The fall is the perfect time because lots of networking opportunities are available. Absolutely. Remember that you um, definitely want to check out the BH Marketing School. Go to bhmarketingfirm.com or bhmarketingschool.com. Um, and again, anything you want to hear about today, if you click on the link in the app that you're using to listen to this, all of the links for um, will be populated in the description there and also in our podcast section. Um, if you enjoy lis uh, listening to this show, will you do us a favor? Go leave us a review in iTunes or Google Play. Um, this helps more people like you find our, our podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.